Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the hosts of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Welcome again to Growing in Grace. Mike Kapler, my name, and my friend Joel Brzezinski along too. Just an informal time of just uh, having a conversation about Jesus Christ and the incredible grace and unconditional love that has been poured out from him to us and then uh, learning how to grasp a greater understanding of this incredible thing that the Lord has done for us and, and then applying it to our lives. This is a lot of fun. We hope that you'll stick around here for just a few minutes. We get together every week like this. And Joel, what we started talking about last time was, uh, well, we had the opportunity to uh, have Steve McVeigh come visit our area and speak for a couple of nights. And you and I also had uh, lunch with Steve, and that was a lot of fun for us. And uh, Dr. Steve McVeigh can just teach like uh, like nobody else as far as uh, the subject of grace is concerned. And and um, we were talking about some things Steve pointed out about some parables. We went through a couple of those last week, and we kind of left off with uh, the prodigal son. Well, uh, yeah, one thing uh, Steve said uh, that was kind of encouraging to me uh, while he was while he was teaching and, and saying so many things that just really hit home. I think with a lot of people. You know, he said, he himself, he said, I'm growing in this myself. So it's not like any one of us has arrived. It's not like he's arrived or anyone who teaches this has arrived. But there are so many things that we can glean and, and get out of Scripture and from meeting together and talking things out. You can say something that I never would have even thought of, or you can be in a group meeting. And it's just good to get together, whether it's you and me, Cap, talking and having people listen in getting together with a group of, of other people, maybe some like-minded people, and, and just kind of shoot things off of each other and, and hopefully enlighten each other and, and just have a good time while doing it. Yeah, you know, it really is one of those things. The gospel is so simple that a child can begin to understand it and, and believe it. And yet, it's so complex that you'll never stop learning about it. It's just an incredible thing. That's the truth. Well, we've been talking about a couple parables, kind of looking at things in a different light instead of instead of perhaps looking at things as a moral story. It's you know kind of looking at some of the Bible stories and and parables as God telling us how much He loves us. We gave the example last week of the the treasure hidden in the field. A man finds uh, the treasure, goes and sells all that he has, and buys it. The pearl of great price. The man sold all that he had so he could have that one pearl. And of course, the treasure and the pearl being us, and the great price being Jesus Christ laying down his life uh, for us. And you know, looking at Scripture as a love story from God to us, and we started talking about you know, a couple of other parables, you know, the parable of the, of the prodigal son. It's so many things in the Bible we think, man, what does God want me to see in this? And I think that's a good way to read your Bible sometimes, to say, God, Father, what would you like me to see in this? And maybe you might not get anything right away, but maybe later on down the line, God, He'll bring that back to your to your mind, and and, and you'll realize, yes, all right, that's what that's what I was, you know God was teaching me. But the prodigal son, we always focus on on the son, on the prodigal son, and how he went. The father gave him all everything, and the father and the son went and wasted it all with prodigal living, and then finally the boy came back to his senses and came back to his father, but the whole culmination of the story is that the father had never discarded him as a son. The father waited and waited, and finally he saw his son, and he he ran 
he ran t- uh, to his son when his son was on the way back, and that's something that you just wouldn't see. And Steve kind of went into that how just the way that they were dressed and, and fathers, men back in that day, they, they just didn't run. It, it was c- considered a shame to run, if I remember. I think that's right. I think that's what he had said. And here he was running toward his son, who, who his son who had probably worked up this speech, Father has sinned against heaven in your sight. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. And the father just, the father doesn't even listen to what the son says. He says, you know what, you were dead. And, he, and you know, well, actually he told the older brother, the son of mine was dead and now he's he's alive. And that, the whole point was that the father was waiting and longing for his son to come back. Well, it's an incredible story. And I think one thing that uh, when, when Steve was telling, um, teaching on this passage of scripture with this parable, um, uh, really we've made out so many times maybe without meaning to we have made out uh, as a as a body of of Christians we've we've made the sun the star of the sh- of, of the story when the star of the story is really the father once you begin to understand what really took place here yes the, the story does you know focus a lot on the sun but when you get to the point you know when when you get to the you know what the story what the what the parable was really all about was a loving father who who whose son had gone away wasted his life uh, with prodigal living the, the son even considered himself he he thought you know if i could just eat what the pigs eat you know i would you know that'd just be great and if i could just be a servant in my father's house uh, that'd be good enough for me uh but what the, the problem is the son's thinking in this story was not based upon reality. The son's thinking was based upon what he thought his father would think of him, what he thought would would happen if if he would you know, if he would be able to return home. Maybe his father would let him be even just a servant. Um, but the father had so had different plans. The the father didn't even see his son as a prodigal son. We sometimes if we go astray or, or do something wrong or haven't come to Christ yet we, we see ourselves in the way that this prodigal son uh, saw himself but that's not how the father wants us to, to see ourselves he wants us to see ourselves as his children because we never lost that hmm. you know it's it's uh, it's a never-ending story I, I think so many of us can relate to uh, the, you know the the parable of the lost son because so many of us at one point or another in our life have uh, in some way, shape, or form, we can see ourselves in this story. <laughs> I know I can. Uh, now, maybe maybe some of uh, my suffering that I went through, I, I, I didn't have to sleep with the pigs or anything like that. I didn't eat what they ate. But sometimes it felt like it when I was a young man uh, and uh, decided to go my own way sometimes uh, when it came to uh, making choices in life. I, I often felt like, how is God ever going to take me back? Of course, God never let me go. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he never, I, I was always welcome, but I always felt in my mind like, I'm just not good enough. I, I'll never be able to live this Christian life the way that I thought God wanted me to live it. And Yeah, and, and God never saw you, and he never saw me, and he never saw anybody listening right now in the way that we saw ourselves if we saw ourselves as as people who you know maybe father will accept me maybe he'll maybe he'll give me a place as a servant in his house that's 
that's how we see how we see ourselves. But I think the point here is that God never saw us that way in the first place. He saw us as as people, his children, who he wanted to be with, and he was just waiting and waiting and waiting for us. The father saw him, had compassion, ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. The, the son went through his speech, I'm not worthy, and, and so on and so forth. But the father said, bring out the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet. Get the fatted calf. Let's have a party. Let's eat and be merry. This is This is the father's attitude towards us, whereas we're kind of looking there with our heads bowed down or tails tucked between our legs and thinking maybe, maybe he'll, he'll, he'll consider me worthy to be a servant. But he had such a different view. Well, Joel, I, I want to be able to gain better understanding of how God looks at me. I mean, because I know in my heart uh, how God thinks of me. I, I know something in my heart about the unconditional love of God. But when we talk about us being a, a, a pearl of, of great price, a treasure hidden in the field, this unconditional love that he has for, for his son and the story that we're talking about here and, and some of what you just said, how God looks at us, I, I want to gain in my understanding. I, I believe it in my heart. I know it to be true. But you see, I want to gain better understanding, not only for my own benefit, but so that I can effectively communicate and show others to a point where they can understand just how God looks at them and how much they mean to him. It's kind of like love. You know, we, we talk a lot about showing love to other people and, uh, you know, uh, treating people with, with that unconditional love that we talk so much about. But un- until you begin to experience or understand God's unconditional love for you, it's hard to be able to show that to others. And that's kind of how I feel right now when it comes to, you know, okay, I want to really understand how God looks at me. It's important because not only will I receive comfort from that, but I'll be able to hopefully uh, show others the same thing as I gain and grow in my understanding of it. Then I can do the same for others who are out there struggling with so many of the same things I went through for years. Well, Cap, I think it's real simple. You just read five chapters of your Bible a day. <laughs> I used to read ten. <laughs> pray for five hours, and you go to church Sunday morning, Sunday evening, and Wednesday evening, and you, you, there you go. You've got it. Well, that that was part of my problem. <laughs> One of the first discipleship books I had read as a child, it told me, and, and I'm not making this up. This is exactly what it said. It said, you are going to read ten chapters of your Bible a day, whether you like it or not. And... Uh, <laughs> And you know what? That's what I did as a child. I started from the beginning, went all the way through to the end, and I'll tell you what, I think I got lost three or four times in Leviticus and Deuteronomy, but I kept on going. And uh, did it really benefit me that much? I I don't know. I'm not so sure how much it really benefited me just to be reading and and to not really understand um, the kind of things that we're talking about here today. Oh, but oh, oh, how God sees us uh, in such a different way. He just, he loves us so much, and you know, the the things that we do in this life are going to be the outflow of 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 learning and growing in this thing. None of us has arrived, as we started saying at the beginning. It's a it's a daily process where we we just learn. You know, Cap, you and I getting together, uh, just in a non legalistic way, getting together with other believers and, and just talking this stuff out. I think it's. You know, I think I think this is our 29th or 30th uh, program that we've done together, Cap. 
and I've grown a lot in my understanding just through talking some of this stuff out. It's, it's just I think that's a great way to do it. Believers getting together. Well, yeah, you know, don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together. That doesn't necessarily mean organized church on Sunday morning. You can get together at any time with with fellow believers and and uh, secure uh, your your belief system. Uh, grow in, 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 in your understanding just by talking with each other. It's, it's just an incredible thing. Sometimes you can get together and pray. Sometimes you can worship. Sometimes you can just talk. And there can be teaching, too. But all of that combined can, to, can lead to a much more fruitful Christian life. Right. Jesus Christ in us is so much more than... I mean, it's so, it's so much greater than legalism and, and just in trying to do this thing all by ourselves. The Spirit, you know, Jesus went away and he sent the Spirit to teach us, to, to convict us of righteousness, as we talked about a couple of weeks ago, and to remind us of the wonderful things that, he, that, are, that are in the Word, that are in his Bible, and that he's, that he's taught us uh, in the past. And there, uh, there's so many things left to learn as well. Mm-hmm. Well, as we wrap things up for this uh, particular program of Growing, Growing in Grace, we just want to let you know, that God is on your side. He is not against you. He really does love you. And while there may be some things that take place in this life that will be against you, um, God is not one of them. And when things are at their worst, let it be known that you're not alone and God's going to see you through whatever it is, whatever difficulties you may be going through in this fallen world. God's going to uh, not leave you alone. He won't leave you comfortless. He's always there with you. And he'll see you through it. Well, thank you for listening to Growing in Grace this week. I'm Joel Brzezicki, along with Mike Kapler. You can find out uh, more about us, or you can leave us a message by going to my website, graceroots.org. Uh, we've got a, I've got a little form there you can fill out if you want to just send us a note of encouragement or just uh, let us know you're out there. And we thank you for listening. We'll be back with you again next week on Growing in Grace. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kepler and Joel Barizaki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ.